The Crowncast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Logan, and you are listening to The Crowncast. And if my voice makes it through this one, it'll be a miracle because I was yelling a lot. And as ever, I am not alone. I am joined for this magnificent post-react by the one, the only, the equally magnificent Justin. Hello, Justin. Hey, Logan. Did something good happen tonight for Charlotte? Uh, well, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something really good happened. Oh, we, man. We, we had a game in the vault. Yes. Uh, we had a game against the, the one and only Nashville. And I call them the one and only because uh, they are the one and only team that we have put four goals past. And man, did we look good doing it. Yeah. Um, we are going to have to stick to the script on this one. Yes. Or we are going to yes. go nuts. And now when I say we're going to go nuts, I mean we are going to be singing in the streets. Um, are I you may... telling me the the listeners don't want a two-hour post-react while we wax poetic about every player on the pitch? You know what? <clears throat> until I get the messages from all of them, and I mean all of them, that tell me they want a two-hour post-react for this one, we're going to stick to our script. All right. <laughs> but it is fair to say that in the distance between the stadium and my microphone, I was singing in the street the whole time. So if I sound like I have had a very good night, I have. That's well discerned by you listeners out there, and we love you for joining us. Uh, Justin, you can already hear my voices going out. Yeah. Uh, Look, this is a deserved uh, celebration because this is the second time in a row we have put together a, just a complete performance. You know, this is the second time in a row after the Houston match we can say, man, we had a bunch of guys out there tonight who put eights out. Who, oh, yeah. who performed oh, yeah. well above, you know, sort of the expectation that we had when this season started. Christian Latanzio is doing something right with this squad because yeah. <laughs> it looks good. It is the age of Latanzio, people. And whether that age goes for <laughs> for years or whether it goes to the end of this season, it is the age of Christian Latanzio. And nobody can take that away. We are going to kick where I'm going to force you into your crowns. Yes. Uh, for the listeners out there who know we do crowns and cards after the post-reacts, you know that in special occasions, we sometimes just throw one of them to the wind. Yeah, uh, the cards I, are out. Yeah, I, I threw the cards away. Actually, I threw them yeah. off of my balcony. I could not get them if I wanted to. Yeah. So we only have crowns to give out. We are going to give out two apiece. Maybe yes. we're going to give out three apiece. We'll Maybe. find out as we go. <laughs> it's sort of a feel Look. your way through this podcast. Uh, Justin. While it's, I get some semblance of my voice back, will you go into your first crown? Yeah, and and you know the reason that we could keep going is this is again, like I said, a match where we had a lot of players perform exceptionally well. You know, compared to what they've done before. If you want to say who really stood out on the pitch, that's actually kind of difficult to say because everybody played really well. Um, I would argue that there are there, four there or five are. people who really stood out. But they there stood out because they were like nine, nine point five out of ten, where everyone yes. was an eight. But um, and and I'm gonna crown somebody I crowned last week because he did it again, 
and when he is on, he is so on. But but Jordi Reyna comes back in and assists the the ball he sends through to Sergio Ruiz to draw the penalty for the first goal. He nutmegs one player and puts it just an inch away from the toe of another. It, it's about as perfectly passed as you can. And then the cross he zings in for Carol Swiderski to get off the schneid and get that goal is a peach. It's a beauty. And there are a lot of great players, but Jordi Reyna keeps playmaking. And so I got to keep crowning him for his production. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say because I was on the other side of the the stadium for the pen. Um, this is one of those times where you know I, I'm so fortunate I get the atmosphere in the stadium, which was absolutely incredible. Uh, the Charlotte FC fans, y'all know how to show up. Uh, y'all know how to party. Uh, I, I'm you know little little extra crown there to the Charlotte FC fans who even <laughs> really filled up the areas in the upper bowl, and that's what we asked them to do. That's what we said please do. And they did it. And it was beautiful. I'm getting distracted. I need to stay on task. Um, I didn't have a good time tonight. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Jordi Reyna played really well, but it's really good to get your vision on this because I was on the opposite side of the field of a lot of Jordi Reyna's good work. It's good to see that through, uh, through the television, you could yeah. see the work he was doing because for us, he looked like he was playing really well, but with the exception of the, the beautiful ball into Carol Swiderski, which I'm sure we'll get to, <laughs> uh, with the exception of that ball, he looked like he was just putting in a good shift. So if he came through that much better through the television, where you could see a little bit more clearly what he was doing, all the credit to him. Spectacular. Really? Yeah, uh, through the first half, he was the playmaker. You know, for, through the first half on TV, he was the guy doing a lot of the creation. Our our attack was going through the left wing primarily. Yes, we had a reasonable game on the right, but but the threat again, you know, and it was the, kind of the same way in Houston, right? Like mm-hmm. the threat was being generated from where Jordi Reyna was. They they swapped sides at the start of the second half. And so Jordi Reyna's on the right instead when he sends the cross in for Swiderski, but really impressed again with Jordi Reyna. Difficult to say that he should be sitting down. Although Andre Shinyashiki is making a case for, he yeah. should be. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to let you take another one until you take another <laughs> one. It's my turn for a crown buddy. Yes. Um, uh, no, I'm going to give it a crown here and uh, I am going to pick. I think the four that we're going to take are probably pretty obvious. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take this one because I want to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, take a, take a stab at that. Ben Bender did not start this game. Ben Bender lost his starting spot to either Sergio Ruiz or he lost his spot to Quinn McNeil. But he and he took have. it personally. He took that as a statement. <laughs> He took that on his shoulders and said, I will teach you to put me on a bench. Holy crap. He was on the field for 20-ish minutes, but those 20-ish minutes, he was unstoppable. He was a different league of football. Watching him play in those 20 minutes was watch, was like watching 
Lionel Messi play in his prime. And I'm not going to say that he's the same level as Lionel Messi versus the best players in the world. I'm saying the control he exhibited, the play he showed as compared to the other players on the, the pitch was the same gap in skill. It was different from the people around him. And it was obvious to every single person there. He comes away with not one, but two assists. One of them, admittedly, Andrei Shenyushinki does some work to make happen. But I I was fortunate enough to have Michael from Potions and Pixels, one of our previous sponsors, with us tonight on the field. And I leaned in as he came in and I said, he has the ability to give the ball crisply, intelligently, on time, and with the right weight so that the person receiving the ball can do something with it. And you can't teach that. You cannot teach what Ben Bender has the ability to do. It takes somebody who just sees it and who just feels it and who keeps their head up. And it results in us ultimately taking a game that I think we can all agree had a lot of us in a very nervous position to completely blowing Nashville out of the park. Yeah. Justin. Um, can I tell have, you something? Oh, please, please do. He didn't, he didn't come on till the 80th minute. He didn't come on till the 80th minute. I thought he came on at like got, 76. Nope. He got 10 minutes plus the five minutes of stoppage. And he made two goals in that time period. And like, there are plays that Bender did that don't even get noticed. There is one that sticks out to me where I'm pretty sure it was Brant Bronico was stepping up to try and, and press uh, sort of high up the park, halfway between midfield and their 18-yard box. And you you saw the Nashville player decide to do a little cutback uh, a dribble to try and get away from Brant Bronico. And Bender knew it was coming and just ghosted in behind him. And as soon as he hit the cutback, Bender just took it off his foot and ran yep. upfield. And that. and it's moments like that. It's moments like, you know, the, the perfectly weighted cross in even the Shinyashiki goal. Um, that move starts because Bender is the one pressing the keeper. Yeah, The keeper doesn't get a good clearance off and it falls to Shinyashiki because Bender's up there pressing, falls to Shinyashiki, Shinyashiki sends it up to Bender. And like you said, the weight on the Bender pass puts it in a spot where Shinyashiki can abuse some people with his feet. It's just special. It's just special. And I don't think that there's a better way to put that other than ladies and gentlemen, enjoy it while you get the chance to see it. Because that, that level of football is special. It's the type of thing that we should all just be so proud that we get to see in this city. I am going to force us forward. (laughs) Yes. My second Um, crown. Yes. Please go into your second crown. I think I know who it's going to be. Prove me wrong. He, he he got, he got the one he needed. He got up. He went way up in the air. He he guided a beautiful header to the back post and you could see what it meant to Carol Swiderski. You could see what it meant to the fans. And Carol Swiderski, take the crown, you monster, because it wasn't just the goal. Carol Swiderski 
was aggressive in this match. He was yeah. tracking back. He was making himself available. He was everything you wanted him to be. And he showed so much technique with the ball at his feet in so many different situations. And, and he showed, I think, an understanding now of what's expected in MLS. He's, he's got a, a little bit better understanding of like these, we said it in the Houston, you know, when we were talking about the Houston match, he's starting to understand these are the tackles I got to ride out. These are the, the positions I got to understand. I'm not going to get the call here. And he was a monster up front today. He was everything you want from a central striker. And the goal was so perfectly taken. It was, it was he got pretty. way up on that Yardi Reina cross and hit the back post. He, I, I think that he fired the warning shot last week when it came off the, the, the just the wrong side of the post. And this week he got it just right. And the way he celebrated, he ran up for those who didn't get a chance to see it. There is a big crown throne in the supporters section and Charlotte crowns a, uh, a, uh, a celebrity or like Christian McCaffrey has been to a game before and gotten crowned in that throne pre-match and post-match. They crowned the man of the match there. He ran up into that, into the supporter section and just screamed in joy yeah. and screamed and like sh grabbed hands with the fans, high five, the fans and everything. And it is so great to see, you know, the, the passion there and, I'm so happy for him that he gets this goal. I think that uh, politely spoken, that stadium went ape. Yes. When he scored. The, I have been a part of all of the beer showers. I have been a part of all of the chaos. I have seen the stadium rock. I have never seen people go. That's not true. I have almost never seen people go as absolutely nuts as that stadium went when Carol Swiderski put the ball in the back of the net. And I think it shows so clearly one. I mean, I think it's absolutely a good crown to give him because in the past two games, he has been trending towards the correct direction. Yeah. I still want him to be more deadly. I want him to get more chances, but he is starting to pick back up in that direction of I am deadly and I will start to finish my chances. Yes. And we can see it. We can see the difference in the way he plays with the team. We can see how he's settling in and being in the right positions instead of just running around. It's beautiful. This and is one of the big reasons I would love to see Ben Bender take that starting spot back from Quinn McNeil because I think Bender's passes to Swiderski, yeah, Swiderski yeah. would be – that feels to me like a key piece in the attack. I'm going to – I'm going to push on just for a bit because I, I want to yes. finish my statement here. And that is Carol Swiderski needed that. Yes. But what it showed, and I'm, I'll stand up and say I'm one of the people who has been questioning whether or not he has what it takes. And I will continue to question one goal does not absolve you. It does not prove you to be the greatest striker that deserves to be in the front spot for Charlotte FC. It does show these fans, and myself included, I cannot deny it in my heart, love Carol Swiderski. And we yeah. want him to be great. And when he scored, you could see all of the love, all of the desire, all of the hope, all of the want that each and every fan in that stadium has for that Polish man. 
Yeah. And it all just flowed out. And and I don't think anyone in that stadium can deny the the just feeling that reverberated around as he scored. And he absolutely deserves a crown, not just for his goal, but because he is trending in the correct directions and he is making the great plays. And we hope it keeps going that way because we love this guy. Justin, and, do you think and that's he fair? showed up. He showed up as a team guy tonight. You know, he he showed up. He did it in the Houston match too, but you know there there was a moment where I think he was justifiably maybe a little peeved at Jordi Reyna for taking the free kick, and it might have oh, been yeah. a better we'll shot talk about that later. He, uh, Jordi but, Reyna takes that free kick, and it's not a good free kick. But like, but Swiderski wanted to link up with teammates today. He he wanted to put the effort in. You know, he wanted to be a contributing part of the attack. And then he wanted to get the ball at the top. He wanted to get the ball in the dangerous position. And all of those things, it feels like he's figuring it out. It feels like he's happy in the system that he's playing in now, which, you know, probably has something to do with it. Uh, But I don't think that anybody in Charlotte has ever said, man, I really hate Carol Swiderski. They have been disappointed in the the production level, but now you know it, it's now I think the production's catching up to the effort and everything like that, and, and it's obvious that he loves the crowd and the crowd loves him, and that's yeah. a great thing for a striker. And one thing that I think is going to be very critical here, and I'm going to say this really fast, and we're going to move on. He has never once shown he was not willing to put in the work. Yes, and you could see how much that means to the crowd. You can see how much that keeps them on your side. You can see that every time he goes out and plays, he is giving it everything he has. Everyone knows that. Everyone sees that. And as a result, everyone wants him to shine because he wants Charlotte FC to shine. And it's so clear. Let's, let's move on. Yes. It's my second crown. Yep. Um, I am arbitrarily deciding we're going to do three crowns a piece. That um, works for me because I uh, ran out like had to make some tough choices here. Yes. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm looking at the choice I have. I think there are a lot of people who deserve it. And probably the last two we're going to have to really knock out. Yes. I am going to obviously crown Andre Shinyashenki. I'm crowning two people who come on the field late. Yeah. But they both deserve it. Andre Shinyashenki has something special. In the same way I talked about how Ben Bender has something special in his ability to wait and time a pass, Andre Shinyashiki has a killer inside of him that is just terrifying. What he does to those defenders at the top of the box, the way he slots that ball home, he doesn't get a lot of time in this match to prove himself. And he says... Okay, <laughs> you gave me what? I mean, I don't actually know because I haven't watched this back. I don't know how much time he got on the pitch. I'm going to arbitrarily um, say, do you know off the top of your head, Justin? Uh, I do. He came on in the 73rd, so he got roughly 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, he he says, oh, okay, 20 minutes, that's fine. Allow me to uh, send this whole stadium into chaos. Uh, I mean, just he is just a terrifying effective threat he can run onto balls late he can run onto balls early he can slot one calmly by keepers he can head balls he can find back post runs 
He can take shots from long range. He can tie defenders up into absolute knots and make them look silly. And it's just beautiful. Um, at, when Carol Swiderski soar, scored, I said, in my own mind, I said, that has to mean a lot, not just because of all the other implications, but he's the out-and-out goal-scoring leader for this team again. He's got five goals, right? Oops. And <laughs> yes, you you can argue that technically Andre Janoshinki had five goals, but one of them wasn't in the MLS. In MLS games, not in cup games, Carol Swiderski would have been the out-and-out goal-scoring leader for this team. And Andre Shinyashinki said, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what plans you've got going on, buddy, but the other team gets to do strategy too. And I'm the other team and I'm scoring goals. So get on your game. And I love it. I, I love it so much. I love having players that push each other. And I am hoping that Andre Shinyashinki and Carol Swiderski become a friendly rivalry that look at each other and says, you better not slow down because I'm going to run past you. It's beautiful to watch. Watching what these guys can do is special, and they both deserve crowns. Justin, do yes. you want to talk about the the Shinny Shinkster? Yeah, I mean, look, Shinny comes on, and and the other thing that you got to mention too, right, is like there was an argument that he should have had a penalty. Uh, he he could have drawn one there, uh, but he's just he's a a, a firecracker. He's a plug, and I would love to see him. Again, the same way I'd love to see Bender play more behind Swiderski, I'd love to say see Shin Yashiki play more beside Swiderski. Um, just another thrilling uh, uh, adventure from Andre Shin Yashiki. Uh, move us along here. Get into our quick third crowns each. Yeah, quick, quick third crown. I'm gonna give yeah. you. I'm gonna give you yours. Go ahead for it. Yeah. So so real quick, I am going to crown. Ooh, is it? It's somebody in the midfield. Which one is it? It's Brant Bronico. Uh, Bronico had another monster match. Um, he's getting more involved in the attack, which for those of you who had a chance to listen to our interview with Brant Bronico, we'll go ahead and plug that. Go back a couple of episodes here and, and you can find that. Uh, he did talk about how he used to be an attacking midfielder uh, before, you know, in the MLS, he got seen as a little bit more defensive guy. He's contributing in the attack like that. He had uh, an attacking run at the end line with a little layoff to Jordi Reyna, that probably Reyna probably should have scored it. Um, he's all over the place again, uh, breaking up passes tonight, uh, turning, you know, the defense into the attack. Um, BB 13, awesome performance. Also for the, the fans real quick, wanted to mention BB 13, the, the brand brand Bronico, the player hosting a big party, brand Bronico.com slash, uh, slash party. Um, he's hosting a party at Pins Mechanical, uh, towards the end of August. It's a fundraiser, uh, for, for, uh, some underprivileged kids and, uh, absolutely go out, take a look. Uh, Crowncast will be there. Logan and I will be there. Um, yep. brandbronico.com slash party. Check it out. That's the yeah. end of my crown for Brand Bronico. Yeah. I mean, we got to do a little bit of a plug there, but, uh, it, it was not for any other reason than Brant Bronico deserves the praise for what he has done tonight. Absolutely. Monster um, game again. He is another one of those players that is just just stepping up his level just consistently. Yes. He's just he's just putting up consistent performances and they started at like six out of tens and they have slowly evolved into six point fives and then sevens. And now there's consistently seven point fives. And every now and then he puts up an eight. And the last two, I think it's fair to say, could probably be described as eights. Yes. 
he's in a position where failure is not an option. I mean, not to be too cliche, but he's in a position where he has to be so cognizant of his back line. And for the way he is creating, the way he is cutting out, I've talked about it before as the Bermuda Triangle of attack. I think we need to change it to the Bermuda Diamond um, <laughs> between Brant Bronico, Anton Walks, Guzman Carujo, and obviously Christian Kalina because it's just special. And it doesn't operate without any one of them. Yep. But the one who is leveling up their game right now is Brant Bronico, and he deserves it. Yep. Uh, my quick crown is going to go to another midfielder. Oh, gosh, I wonder which one it's going to be. Uh, it's Sergio <laughs> Ruiz. Um, Ruiz is the one who, when I first went to a practice, I said, that's the guy who creates for this team. Yes. When I first went to an open practice, before we had played our first game, when I was watching them do the drills, Sergio Ruiz was the one with his head up and under pressure was able to deliver crisp, clean passes through lines that looked like they could cut open a team. He is here. I don't think anyone can deny that. And he is saying that a shirt on this team belongs to him. Somebody's going to have to fight for it. But yeah. the emergence of Sergio Ruiz and the level of talent that he has brought to this team, the level of composure he's brought to this team, I no longer care that T.D. Ortiz and Jordi Alcivar are players for this team. <laughs> I just don't. like. I no longer care. Um, that's not to say that they can't have great contributions in the future, but Sergio Ruiz has come in and he has absolutely eaten their lunch. I yes. mean, Quinn McNeil has come in and absolutely eaten their lunch, but Sergio Ruiz has come in and he has just said, this is mine. Come get me if you think you can. To the point that Ben Bender is sitting down. And, I, I you know, this competition breeds success. Right, I am great if, as much as I love Ben Bender, if Quinn McNeil and Sergio Ruiz come in and just just kick him off the pitch because of how much they want it and how well they play, good on them. There are no sacred cows here, right? Ben Bender showed I mean, he's going to fight today. Sergio yeah. Ruiz showed he's going to fight today. Quinn McNeil showed he's going to fight today. But Sergio Ruiz deserves to get crowned for the performance he puts in on the pitch and getting a goal, it has uh, to feel good for him. Yes. Yeah. It, it, I mean, he's, he's the one who draws the penalty for the first goal and he's the one who scores really the third, which, which settled everything, you know, mm -hmm. the fourth from Shinyashiki is great, but, but without the Ruiz one, we were talking about before we started recording today, you know, it felt tight for about 10 minutes in there where, where Nashville kind of had us pinned back, they'd gotten the penalty and it felt like maybe they were going to score a second and, and take a couple of points away from us in the vault and Ruiz's goal. Uh, you know, we talked about Swiderski blowing up the stadium. Ruiz blew up the stadium too with that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Much needed, much loved. Justin, I think we're going to start to wrap this up. Any final thoughts before we go into your final thoughts? Sure. Uh, just a sort of a half crown here because I have torn into the officiating in MLS before and uh, it's uh, Joe Dickinson or Dickerson sorry is the official tonight he does a phenomenal job MLS got the officiating right tonight he went to VAR when he needed to 
I hate the fact that we concede a penalty, but it was a penalty. Uh, I love the fact that we won a penalty, but it was a penalty. He let the game flow when it needed to. He called the fouls when he needed to. Joe Dickerson, great job. MLS officiating, great job tonight. Yeah, I think it's fair to call out, especially when we are harsh. I think it's fair to call out when people do something that is really well done. And uh, I think that there will always be fans in the stands who in the moment go, oh, I wish this call went one way or the other. I do think he does a good job tonight. I think in retrospect, we will see that even more so. And it is right to call out a a referee who goes out there and does a very professional job. Justin, your final thoughts to take us home. You have, as ever, two sentences. Oh, the music has stopped for Nashville. Oh, well played. Um, (laughs) It's not as good as your Houston one, but it is a good one. Uh, I am going to uh, take us out with this, and that is I love having the problem of having too many crowns to give out. It is a great feeling. (laughs) Uh, the, The problem of having too many crowns to give out leads to this city partying, and man, can they party. Um, you know, uh, really quick, you gave out a little bit of a final, like half crown. I'm going to give out my official half crown and my official half crown is going to go to the fans. Yes. This, this game is, is not the same without you. This game is created by a combination of those of us who watch at home with our loved ones. Those of us who show up in colors at the stadium those of us who who take the pitch and battle it out, uh, everyone who makes it happen, and the people that you meet on the way home. I'm going to give a really quick shout-out. I met a couple of great guys, Bernie and Mike, um, just walking home from the stadium. Great people. So excited to, to, to be a part of this. And those fans are the ones that, that, that bring it home for all of us. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. If you have chosen to spend your time with us, we hope you are celebrating this one because we certainly will be, and we will be diving into it further on Wednesday. Good night for now. Queen City Podcast Network.com.